The Wealth Building Project Podcast. Thanks for hopping on today. My name is John Very. This is the Wealth Building Project, and I'm your host. The Wealth Building Project is an educational initiative designed to help anybody with very specific life skills that is entirely based on my experiences for now, and hopefully you can take something from this. So our three pillars are the following, and they are in no order of importance. One, personal development or personal growth. Number two, financial literacy or financial growth. And number three, sales wisdom or sales growth. These three very important covenants are what I believe are basic when it comes to being human. I know there's a lot to making being a human work too. Well-roundedness, for example, or wealth-roundedness, as I like to call it, is something very unique to being human, and it's not just a figure of speech. In each episode, we try to focus on one covenant or another and discuss tips that will hopefully provide you, our viewer, a new or a different perspective to help you. So, for example, there will be something our viewers can take from this exercise that I'm going to provide you today. And it's simple. It's only one thing for today, but I hope it will have an effect. So I use this example a lot, but it's like the popcorn kernel example. I'm looking to get you a kernel or two to help you pop. I want that pop to be noticeable too. You know exactly what happens when you see popcorn pop. You know exactly what happened when you see it pop. Okay? So we're going to get to it. On the last episode, we talked about how to make more money. And we specifically talked about honing your direct skills or sales skills, honing your direct sales skills as one example to help you make more money. However, when you think about making more money, it has to happen in parallel with one very important behavior, and that is saving. I could, I could run a two or three year week seminar alone for what I think might be worthwhile strategy when it comes to thinking about getting a job, your job if you're an employee, or if you're a business, a small, medium, or even big business owner, what are the best industries to focus on, et cetera, if you wanna drive your income? How you build wealth is up to you, and there's a number of factors that have to happen for you to start building wealth. And how you grow your financial wealth, no matter what category you fall into, employee or business owner, is entirely up to you. It's very rarely what you do for a living and how much about just basic consistent habits that have to start when you're young. So everybody has different parameters for building wealth. In other words, you could be a super duper high earner working for someone else or working for yourself, or you're a not so high earner working for someone else or working for yourself. Either way, if you don't practice certain habits, like monitoring every single day 
week or month exactly how much money goes out the door and exactly to the penny if you're earning dollars or euros or pounds or pesos or yen it doesn't matter from what corner of the planet you're from what is left over every month is what you need to start paying very close attention to so you might say i can't do it you know i'm losing money every day i don't make enough money life's hopeless remember if the scoreboard is upside down or totally lopsided, you'll live to play another game. You will get your chance to win. The sun is going to come up again. I promise you that. I don't know anybody who's undefeated in life or anybody who has never lost. It's the comeback that makes anything meaningful. It's the little, 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 little things you need to get in order in order to get back on track. Get back on your feet, so to speak. And even if that's slow, it doesn't matter. It just needs to happen. So try to just transform yourself into this super duper ultra conscientious person who will pay close attention to every ounce of spending from this moment on. So say this to yourself and then do it for one week I'm going to pay close attention to what I pulled out of the ATM, the trip I made to the mall, the trip I made to the McDonald's, the subscription I keep paying. I'm going to pay ultra close attention to my bills I paid that were due last week, the car payment, the rent, the mortgage, my cell phone, the cable bill, the credit card bill, whatever it is. I'm going to add it all up this week. And I'm going to take my balances and I'm going to subtract everything I spent in one week just to monitor how I'm behaving financially. Maybe I get paid bi-weekly. Maybe I get paid monthly. But now I'm going to figure out by the month, by the week, by the day, exactly how much is left over after everybody else got paid. And after all my bills were paid, I'm simply adding and subtracting numbers. But this time I'm being very deliberate and very intentional to see exactly what is left over in my accounts. I see exactly how much I spend every day. That's what I'm going to see and I'm going to pay attention to. So I'm being intentional because I'm most interested in changing my financial behavior. Pay close attention to that. You have to continue to ask yourself, can you do it? Ask yourself, do you have this type of awareness to be disciplined like this? Can you pay attention to the things you know you're capable of eliminating? For example, the restaurant up the road where you eat out every weekend and where you know prices have entirely skyrocketed. You know, the Gucci belt, for example, the jewelry, maybe finally canceling that subscription that was pinging your credit card every month maybe make your own coffee instead of going to starbucks maybe rent the car instead of buying it maybe rent the house instead of buying it we'll get to that in later episodes for sure but you have to ask yourself can you be proactive and not reactive to realize when you might be slipping so ask yourself that and then what does it all mean if you were able to save even the smallest, slightest smidgen of an amount, it's a win. It's a save, and it will start to continue to help save you 
if you can be conscientious to build on it, right? So if you can just get some momentum from it, that is the key to your mindset shift. Momentum, even if it's in the slightest bit, and confidence will change the game forever for you. I promise you that. So anytime you feel confident, it will breathe life into you. Every time you get even the smallest win, you build a confidence that is critical to helping you make that important change. Okay? So here's a true story. I was in third grade. I came home with the worst report cards all the time. I was the C, D, and F student consistently. And my mom, she would sit down with me and literally give me a pep talk every time she got that report card and I dreadfully gave it to her, right? And, and I was lucky. My mom, she was great. I mean, she was spectacular. She was patient. She helped me in so many ways to build confidence slowly for me through some tough times that at a young age, for example, when it come or when it had come to report card reviews, it, it was challenging for me. And so what was also challenging for me, I was held back in the first grade because I had trouble with basic arithmetic. But aside from that, in grades one, two, and three, and four, I struggled to get any grade beyond a C. School systems have different grading systems nowadays. When I was growing up, it went A, B, C, D, and F, and I was in the C and D category, but because I got my name right, I sometimes avoided the F, right? So uh, let me get to the story. My mom and my dad are both my spiritual saviors. When it came to report cards, for example, my mom would step up. My dad was as close to me about report cards wasn't really as close to me about report cards and related stuff. He worked all day and all night so we could have the best possible lives. He was an incredible example to me simply because of his sacrifices. But we'll get into that in other episodes. For now, I want to spare you the details. Here's the point to my story. My mom gave me the confidence by simply making me feel like I was improving even in the slightest bit every time I gave her my crappy, shitty, lousy report card. Right? I knew the results sucked, but she made me feel like I was winning, even though I was kind of still losing, right? It was her ability to instill confidence in me by helping me become more aware of my own situation, kind of to, to an extent. But so by the time I made it to fifth grade, I was doing much better in school. And yes, my mom helped me with my homework and proofreading papers. And at times, she practically rewrote my essay papers by the time I was in junior high school. But it was, it was the training and, most importantly, her ability to instill confidence in me and my ability to make my own behavioral change that was the difference maker. So ask yourself, is there someone you can lean on to help you, to boost you, to help you? The person that is always positive and speaks highly of you. Is there that person in your life? You know, is there someone in your life that inspires you because you are always or they are always speaking positively in general and they speak 
positively about you every time they see you. And it's not just in general. You may have this today, but it doesn't mean you can't find it. it. You might not have this today, but it doesn't mean you can't find it. Maybe it's your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, if you're lucky. I mean, I was lucky to have a spectacular mom and a family where we have always helped each other no matter what. Is it your mom? Is it your dad? Is it your teacher? Is it a mentor? Is it a financial advisor? If you have not trained yourself to save, nobody on this planet will train you to save. There's no financial advisor that will come to your rescue. It's only you that can figure out how to get the kernel to pop. So to get back to what I was saying before about changing your financial behavior, you have to start with the small wins and it starts with making small changes that motivate you and give you confidence to continue. So again, as I said earlier, I keep track of exactly what I save and store. Savings is really a storage mechanism. Savings for me is very temporary at this point in my life. I save and store with the goal of investing more and more frequently. I'm conscientious about saying specifically to invest. Investing for cash flow is what I do. Today, that's my modus operandi, but it took me well into my adulthood to not be afraid to invest and have a very carefully customized financial plan. We'll get into that. We'll get into the art of investing rituals in later episodes, and we will get into preparing you to make your plans where you are in control of all the decisions. Right now, I'm gonna spare you all those details. I'm strategic and intentional in everything I do when it comes to giving me the best chance to continue to be able to invest as much as I can as often as I can. I had to start somewhere along the way and without getting into the actual investments themselves, saving became a natural habitat, a natural ritual for me and it was mostly made possible by me being disciplined, conscientious and confident, right? Think about that. It started with small wins, a renewed self-esteem, my mom, and creating my own little savings report card. That savings report card every month is like a scoreboard. I will say it again, being able to demonstrate to myself I was capable of getting the small wins because I could become a person who was able to save. It gave me confidence to say I can do this. And that was what I needed to get my school grades up too. So here's what I would recommend you keep track of and try it starting this month. A monthly financial report card. It can be on a spreadsheet measured at the end of every week on a Sunday evening, for example, that highlights exactly how much you spend and exactly how much comes in in terms of workplace income wages, maybe investment income if you're lucky, and exactly and most importantly, exactly what is left over, you need to be able to ask yourself, are you getting a win, even if it's small, at the end of every month? So what is the first win? It is money you save, however relatively small or big. In order to win consistently every month, it's going to, going to take a spirit 
and a drive that has to come from you and you alone. My mom, for example, only could help me for so long. Eventually, I had to figure it out on my own, but because I had such a positive individual behind me, it made things much easier for me. So here's one tip to start. Open up a spreadsheet, or it could be an application. There's so many different programs out there to help you keep track of it. Without getting into any of the boring details, calculate exactly how much money came in, wages, etc., and exactly who got paid what and how much. And if you have a positive number after subtracting your total monthly income from your total monthly expenses, you got a win. Focus on getting that first win and then again and again and again, no matter what it takes before doing anything else, make it your monthly ritual. This will give you the accurate perspective you need on where you are financially in your life right now. It most likely would point to the fact you still have to continue to make more money and you're, you're underpaid but will also provide you perspective on every financial decision you make daily, weekly, and monthly. Then you could put your plan together. Even if you're a billionaire, you could still focus on these types of small focus wins that might be relatively different before taking the next step. No matter where you are in your financial journey, confidence is confidence, and a win, no matter what people say, is a win. Lastly, the win, no matter how big or small, is the start you need to start changing those very important behaviors. So in today's episode, we talked about what you know you're capable of doing to get the first financial win. And it starts with deliberately studying your financial report card and breaking it down daily and weekly so you're conscientious about what you spend every day. Your ability to save a thousand percent is going to improve your financial report card. If you have a financial advisor to help study that report card, like my mom did for me when I was a kid, when I was losing, you're already way ahead. If you are not getting the win, tell me in the comment section. Tell me what is preventing you or keeping you from getting the first win or any win. Maybe I could pass you on to someone that I that, that I know. The win is having money left over for you at the end of every month after every expense you had to pay was paid. So as you strive to get wins, write down in the comments section or send to info at thewealthbuildingproject.com what you are discovering in your own exercise or what is holding you back from financial growth. Let me see if I can try to connect you with the right resources. You are faced with the most critical decisions in your life if you're not getting the win. You are faced with many different and sometimes really difficult decisions, and we will help you sort through it. When you're not getting the win, you have to refocus in a combined effort and a process of elimination, sacrifices you have to make, and expense reductions while you are looking for the right direct sales type roles, for example, and then positioning yourself in those roles that will help you drive your income higher. In, 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 in the upcoming episodes, I'm going to discuss very specific ideas, 
samples of industries you should attach yourself to, direct sales roles in those industries, and what you will need to do every day, the discipline, focus, and the mindset, for example, to dominate in sales. I promise my viewers, if you become great in sales, you will get the wins. On future episodes, we're gonna drive much, much deeper into disciplines that I use to help get my financial matters in order, but also how that wisdom can help you simplifying everything in your life, no matter what it is. Important disclosure, I'm not posing to be a financial advisor or your therapist either. However, this is the Wealth Building Project, and it is exactly that, a project, and it's ongoing, it is a conversation that may never end, a debate for that matter too. It's a place you can come here on our podcast to learn from a carefully selected collection of experiences starting with mine. The Wealth Building Project's three pillars, sales wisdom, financial literacy, and personal development combined, I truly believe are the catalyst for your growth as an individual and as a leader. When you can confidently proceed in your day-to-day living, having a basic understanding of these pillars, you can start to put them to work, even if you think you might be losing in life financially, for example. You only need one win to build towards the next win. No matter what anyone says, it takes losing to get to winning. The bottom line to this episode, if you want to start building wealth right now, you need to train yourself to save. You need to get that savings report card in order first. If you cannot start to get into a rhythm of saving money, you will never have a chance to start building wealth, in my opinion. Maybe there are exceptions to the rule, but you would have to assume a ton of risk, and sometimes that is good, but it's not for everyone, especially if you've not developed any skills. Once you develop skills like selling skills, and you have an insatiable desire to win, you're, you're disciplined, you're focused, and you're highly motivated, and you've been well-trained and are getting the wins on a personal, financial basis, you can and should always take risks. For the sake of this one episode, there is only one thing you have to think about. How do I fix my failing savings report card or at least get one started? If you like, for example, what you heard today, let me know. If it didn't help you, tell us, please, in the comment section, what were you hoping to get from this? If there's something you want to hear that we have not covered, let me know too, please, in the comment section. We appreciate everybody's feedback, and I appreciate the wisdom I've been gaining from this exercise. So I'm interested in your feedback, and I need you guys to tell me what you think. So follow me on the YouTube channel. Follow me at the links below on our social media. And if you want to send us a note privately or you're interested in learning more about our platform in general, just send me or send us a note. I think the email is info at thewealthbuildingproject.com. You'll see it at the email link below. Uh, If we can help you, please let us know. We appreciate the feedback from our crew to your crew from the Wealth Building Project. My name is John Very. I'm your host. This is episode four. Be great.